Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, you can. It is a huge football weekend. You've got the baseball playoffs starting today as well. You got college football. We got it all. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on your smart speaker. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. Your telephone number on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. We are interested in so much in terms of the games this weekend. We are interested in making money as well. But, Canty, as we look forward each week to try to get some guidance, we often turn to the great Joe Fortenbaugh, who joins us as he does today. Good morning, Joseph. I wish I could say the same. Wow. Guys, I wish I could say good morning. That game last night, that that took a piece of my life. That took a piece of my soul. I woke up this morning. I thought about that game from last night. I don't know how I'm going to get through it. I don't know how I'm going to get through it. I had a tweet. There was a day where the 9-6 game between Baltimore and Pittsburgh, that was something we could all be proud of. What we saw last night, we cannot be proud of that. It was... um... It was barely resembling football. I think that's fair to say. (laughs) Like, at one point, when Matt Ryan takes those back-to-back sacks, I actually wondered aloud, not has he only, uh, wondering if he's ever played football. Has he ever watched it? Because it looked as bad as could be. But, Joe, let's get that out of our system. Let us turn toward the weekend. What are you looking at on Sunday? What has caught your attention in the NFL to make some money this weekend? So I'll throw two games at you right off the top. Uh, Sunday night football, I'm going to lay the three with Baltimore over Cincinnati. And Canty weighing in on this could be a big help to me because having played, I'd love to know if players actually think like this. But to me, you go back to what happened last year. Cincinnati humiliated these guys twice. They didn't just beat them. They humiliated them. Grand total score, 82-38 to in those two games, beating Baltimore down. Now, you come to this week, it's sitting on three. I believe had Baltimore won last week against Buffalo, the spread's probably three and a half, maybe four, but instead we get three. I like the price. It's Sunday night. It's at the Big Crab Cake. Um, d- d- I-, I do not think Cincinnati – Cincinnati should have put it on Miami uh, last week. They should have put it on them, given the scenario with the Dolphin defense having been out there 40 minutes and 90 plays against the Bills, and they struggled. They're struggling with some game management decisions. They're struggling with protection. I think Baltimore puts it on them. Before I get to pick number two, Kenny, what do you think about that? Does that revenge spot exist for players? Oh, no doubt about it, especially with it being a divisional game. You know what I mean? There's a lot yeah. of bad blood between these teams, but more importantly, Joe, there ain't a whole lot of state secrets between these two teams. Mm-hmm. They understand the schemes that they're going up against, and so I think that lends itself to the Baltimore Ravens defense being a little better than what we've seen them show in some of the disappointing letdowns that they've had this year or blowing double-digit leads. So I just don't see Baltimore blowing another game where they have a double-digit lead. And based on how the Cincinnati Bengals defense has been playing and how Lamar Jackson has been playing, especially in the first half of games, I would say that Baltimore gets up early on the Cincinnati Bengals and they keep their foot on the gas. So I'm with right there with you. I'm taking Baltimore, and I have no problem laying the three points. There you do. Triple up, everyone. Triple up. That's a five-star <laughs> hammer play right there, right from the horse's mouth. We keep it moving. Game number two, you can still find threes out there. I would lay the three with Miami against the Jets. Uh, the Jets 25th in pass defense this year. Miami, obviously, 10 days to get ready for this game. But on top of that, 
10 days to get Teddy Bridgewater ready for this game. And I keep thinking to myself, if Mike McDaniel's system with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle was able to take two of it to the next level, we've seen Teddy before. He's played pretty good, pretty well, I should say, at times. Obviously, that came from last night affecting my grammar for today. But if we've seen him elevate, we could probably get elevation from Bridgewater. And Bridgewater's been a covering machine throughout his career. So that's another game right there. I would lay the three with Miami. I think they put it on the Jets a little bit, too. Joe Fortenbaugh, ESPN betting analyst, joining us on Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. And by the way, tune in for college football action tomorrow. LSU hosting Tennessee, presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins 11.30 a.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. And coincidentally, Joe, you might have a pick on that LSU-Tennessee game. That is just professional hosting at its finest right there. <laughs> Excellent segue, my friend. Excellent segue. I would play the over 65 points between Tennessee and LSU. I know there's some sharp money on LSU as well if you want to get involved with the dog there. Tennessee's offense has had two weeks to get ready for this game. They're averaging 48 points per game. But at the same time, look at how fast they play. I mean, the the the... The play ends, they are right back up on the line of scrimmage looking to snap the ball. Top five in the country in terms of pace, which is nice for an over. What's also nice for an over is Tennessee's secondary has been terrible this season. You can throw on them. Florida Gators quarterback Anthony Richardson, great athlete, not the best passer as of yet. He has to develop that part of his game. He had no problems throwing all over Tennessee, threw for over 400 yards. It was the greatest passing performance of his career. If he did it, I think the LSU quarterbacks are going to be able to do it. So I'd play over 65 in that matchup. Joe, I got to ask you about my New York Giants across the pond taking on the Green Bay Packers. The number is eight with the Packers laying the points. I know there's a question about the Giants quarterback situation. How do you see that game? Is that eight points a little rich for the way that Green Bay has been playing? Health, certainly a concern, and I think that's what the market's looking for there as well, Canty, because some of us are wondering, and uh, my colleague on Daily Wager, Doug Kazarian, has made a great point with this. How is this not line not climbing? Because eight is right in six-point teaser range. Six-point teaser being you get six points to move the line, so you can take the Packers from minus eight down to minus two. That's a solid teaser play. Now, for those unfamiliar with it, you need a second leg. That's the catch. So maybe you'd go with Minnesota minus seven and a half and tease them down to one. So if Minnesota beats the Bears by two, and if you get a situation where Green Bay ends up beating the Giants by three, boom, your teaser hits. So we've been waiting to see if it's going to go up. Um, Across the pond, favorites have done very well. We saw that happen to an extent with Minnesota last week. If you got the early number, if you got the late number, it turned out New Orleans covered. But I would say... Green Bay is probably going to be popular in the teaser plays. Got to see what's going to happen with health. And I think people will be looking to the under here as well in that matchup. I think we're going to see uh, some under money coming in because Green Bay, not the offense we remember from years past. Still effective, but they don't necessarily hit you with the deep play like they used to when Devontae Adams was there. Joe, we'll see you at the windows. Cash those tickets, bud. It's going to slide one more in there. Bonus play. Joe Fornball special on the way out the door. This is another one from Kazarian. I think it's so good. I got to pass it along. Philly minus three in the first half over Arizona. Okay? Nobody scores more points in the first half than Philadelphia. Nobody scores fewer points in the first half than the Arizona Cardinals. Great matchup there at minus three. Philly minus three. Thank you, gentlemen, so much. Best of luck to everyone this weekend. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. 
superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Somebody's MVP odds have taken a massive hit. It's Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance gives you protection on the phone, online, or on the app 24-7 because things happen 24-7. Quote at Progressive.com. Chris Carlin, Chris Canty, otherwise known as Canty and Carlin, in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Canty, uh, last night, I, I could do without Russ walking off after his press conference, making sure to slide in the Broncos Nation, let's ride. But he's kind of walking off, so he's like, Broncos Nation, let's ride. You know, like, but, 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 but he knew better. But Carlin was as if he knew better, right? Yeah. It's like he's walking away, and he thought better of it than to say it. But he was like, ah, you know, it's on brand, so let me go back and say Broncos country, let's ride. It's like it's one of those things that he's committed to, since becoming a Denver Bronco, and now even though things aren't going the way that everybody thought they would, he's still going to stay the course. And it just it just felt like in that moment it was a complete lack of awareness. Like, Russ, we feel you. We understand what you're trying to do. But at the same time, that's one of those moments you got to let it go, especially with how poorly you played down the stretch in that ballgame. Well, Russ's MVP odds, according to Caesar Sportsbook, beginning of the year, plus 1,400. Mm-hmm. Now, plus 6,000. Yeah, it's bad. And I don't, I don't know that it's going to get it fixed, Carlin. That's the thing. Like, we all know it's bad, but I have zero confidence that Nathaniel Hackett is going to get this turned around. And people are like, well, why are you saying Nathaniel Hackett and not Russell Wilson? Because Nathaniel Hackett is the de facto play caller. He's the offensive mind that they wanted to pair with Russell Wilson in order to make this Broncos offense a little more competitive. And yet they have a complete, complete, lack of competence on that side of the ball, especially when they get into plus territory in the red zone. Carlin, last night, the Denver Broncos had eight, count them, eight plus territory possessions. 
and they only came up with nine points. That's 0 for 4 in the red zone. How do you do that? I don't know. How do you do that in the National Football League? What are you doing during the week? Do you even practice? Do you watch film? Do you practice situational football on the fields when you're going out there? What are you doing? I have no idea. But, Carlin, you ain't got to practice to have eight-plus territory possessions and have nine points as a result of it and then be 0 for 4 in the red zone and then have a kick block. You ain't got to practice to do that. I I can't remember – seeing a red zone offense this bad. I really can't. And there have been some bad football teams and some bad offensive teams. This has been just absolutely brutal. But look, we go from one MVP candidate at the beginning of the year, at least, to one that has seen his odds go nothing but up since the beginning of the year. At the beginning of the season, Lamar Jackson was at plus 2,000, and now he is down to plus 550 to win the MVP because he has been absolutely phenomenal Bengals and Ravens Sunday night football you know this is this is such an interesting game we're Nuno and I were talking about this before the show uh, when you were on get up this morning if the Bengals ever found a way to win this game all of a sudden they could put themselves in a pretty nice run to go and win this division they really could and the schedule is not lights out uh, in the next several weeks for Cincinnati, and all of a sudden that 0-2 becomes a distant memory. Meanwhile, we know what the Ravens are. They are a phenomenal team that has had just two bad breakdowns late. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what it is. I think this the winner of this game puts themselves in the driver's seat for the AFC North. And if you think back to what the Cincinnati Bengals did to the Baltimore Ravens last year, you're talking about two blowout wins you got to put things in their proper context. That was the first time that that Ravens defense was looking at Joe Burrow with his full complement of weapons. And so now that you've had an offseason to study it and see the concepts that the Cincinnati Bengals are running on offense and what what that did to your defense in terms of the potential conflicts that that brought up in your scheme, you can make adjustments and prepare for it. So that will be the challenge for Mike McDonald to figure out how to limit the big plays from that receiving core from the Bengals, specifically with – uh, T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, but I think they'll do a good job of that. But I ultimately think this falls back on the Ravens' offense dictating the complexion of the game. And Lamar Jackson has been good about being able to build leads early in games. We saw it in the Miami Dolphins game. We saw it with the Buffalo Bills. I would expect no different against quality competition. It's just a matter of being able to keep their foot on the gas once they get into the second half. That has been the problem for the Ravens' offense, and that has opened the door for other offenses to be able to come back. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. When I look at it, I'm just ultimately having trouble coming up with a way that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be able to contain Lamar Jackson. That's going to be the difference in the game, as it always seems to be. Greeny, the podcast.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Chris, it is amazing to me that you have two players with the Giants that you cannot get on the field Mm. between Kadarius Toney and Kenny Galladay. Kadarius Toney did not make the trip over to London to face the Packers because he already had one bad hamstring, and now he has hurt the other hamstring. Wow. I mean, we saw a couple of flashes last year, but... I just get the impression they can't wait to get rid of this guy. Him and and Kenny Galladay, they cannot wait to get rid of them. Well, Kenny Galladay is cut. As soon as the season is over with, like, that's one of the first moves that Joe Shane is going to make for the New York Giants. The last two games, Kenny Galladay has zero catches, zero touchdowns, Carlin. I mean, this guy is collecting checks. He's getting seven hundred. Zach he's Wilson getting, has more touchdown catches in New York than Kenny Galladay does. That's which is crazy to think. It's crazy to think. I mean, but that goes back to Dave Gettleman continuing to be the gift that keeps on giving to Big Blue. But, I mean, in looking at that and the Kadarius-Tony move, I mean, it's abysmal. And the unfortunate part about it all is, Carlin, it leaves Daniel Jones bereft of weapons to work with, and we're ultimately not going to have an answer on whether or not he's the guy before Joe Shane has to make a decision on his future with the Giants. So I think we're probably leaning toward Daniel Jones – not being the quarterback of the New York Giants in 2023. But if this team continues to stack up wins, if they surprise people across the pond this weekend, I think you'll start to hear more and more chatter about the possibility of Daniel Jones continuing to be the Giants quarterback, even though he's not this regime's guy. I I just have to wonder at this point with Tony, what you do. I mean, the the talent is there, but when it's just never on the field – and he can be a little bit of a headache, to say the least. I mean, if you trade him, you're going to get nothing in return Yeah. at this point. Yeah. Is it worth it to just do that to get him away from this team heading into next year? Or well, do you 
try one more time. Well, Carlin, I think it's addition by subtraction. And if you yeah. started to hear issues with Kadarius Tony last year, offseason grumblings about him wanting to be traded, now not being usable by this current regime on top of having health issues, I think it could be a situation where Brian Dable and Joe Shane send a message to everybody else in that locker room that this is not the kind of behavior that we're going to tolerate. They cut him or they trade him. It's not about necessarily getting resources in return for him. It's about making sure that everybody understands that there's going to be a level of accountability that exists now moving forward that just wasn't there in years past under Pat Shermer, Ben McAdoo, and, uh, and, and Joe Judge. So I think that's the reality of Kadarius Tony. Previously on Greeny. Because I do the draft, I know who Bailey Zappi is. I know he put up enormous numbers coming out of college. He's an athletic kid. He's got a big arm. Like, am I wrong? Or do they look better with Bailey Zappi? Let's put it this way. I wouldn't put Brian Hoyer back. I don't know what Bill will do. I think I would be inclined to consider leaving Bailey Zappi out there. I don't know, Chris. Are we going to end up seven, eight weeks down the road? looking at the Bailey Zappi situation like we did when Mo Lewis hit uh, Drew Bledsoe out of bounds in 2001 and that season and seeing what happened there. And, you know, we could talk about the Mac Jones injury at the end of the Baltimore game in a similar fashion. (laughs) I don't know about that. Well, I don't know about that, but I will say this. It's a soft spot in the schedule for the New England Patriots because – on deck, they got the Lions at home. They're on the road against the Cleveland Browns, home against the Chicago Bears, on the road against the New York Jets, and then home against the Colts before their Week 10 bye week. So if the injury, the severity of the Mac Jones high ankle is what we think it is, there's a chance for Bailey Zappi to establish himself over the next month or so because there are a lot of opportunities for wins. And it's not outside of the realm of possibility when you consider how good that Patriots defense is and how good that Patriots run game is, they can support Bailey Zappi while he figures out how to play quarterback in the National Football League. Carlin, I'll give it to the kid. He made some throws in the second half that were big boy throws. And so if you can pick and choose your spots when you're going to allow him to to take shots down the field, if, if Matt Patricia can manage that and stay away from the turnovers, then I think it's an opportunity for the New England Patriots to rack up some wins And I'm not saying it's going to be a quarterback controversy, but it's going to be an interesting decision that Bill Belichick has to make when, in fact, Mac Jones is healthy if Bailey Zappi wins multiple games. You heard Greeny's Weekly Rewind brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny coming to you live via the Seaport District at Pier 17 brought to you by Chase. We are presented, as always, by our friends at Progressive Insurance. Daniel Jones did not receive any sort of designation for the game on Sunday on the injury report, so that means he is good to go, and he will play Sunday against the Packers. Could have been Davis Webb, which would have been problematic, I think, for the Giants in that game. So he and Davis Webb are going to be the Giants' active quarterbacks. Leonard Williams questionable for the Giants in that game. Well, yeah, Leonard Williams is a big one, right? Because you're going to need to put pressure on Aaron Rodgers. He's been talking about trying to get that offense on track, saying that their formula isn't sustainable by putting so much pressure on their defense and not scoring enough points. I mean, they're going to go after these these young, young secondary players for the New York Giants. They better be up for the task. But the other thing that I know about the Giants, Carlin, 
Wink Martindale, their defensive coordinator, is not going to let the Green Bay Packers run the football down the Giants' throat. They will load the box. They will have eight defenders in proximity to the line of scrimmage. And so it's ultimately going to be up to those defensive backs for the Giants to be able to hold up against Romeo Dobbs, Alan Lazard, and Christian Watson. If they can, then I think the Giants stand a chance at making this a low-scoring affair. But, again, this comes back to Aaron Rodgers trying to lay down the gauntlet, so to speak, with the guys on the offensive side of the ball so they can get the passing game going. Yeah, it's getting to the ridiculous level with Aaron Rodgers. But, first of all, the premise that you just laid out, think about that. Wink Martindale will not let the Packers run the ball. He wants Aaron Rodgers to try to beat him because he doesn't believe in the receivers that they have. That says something about something. But that's where we're at. That's where we're at with the Green Bay Packers offense, right? They don't have an explosive element to their passing attack. Think about it. Christian Watson dropped a bomb against the Minnesota Vikings when he was wide open in week one. And then Romeo Dobbs had the fourth quarter drop in the end zone to win the game against the Patriots last week. Those are the two most notable plays from their young wide receivers. So that's where we're at. Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, they're more possession guys. Same with Robert Tanyan. So there's nobody that scares you in terms of taking the top off of the defense. So I think that has to be the philosophy for the Giants. Stop the run. And it's crazy to say this, but make Aaron Rodgers beat you? <laughs> like that, that's, that's where we're at with this, Carlin. But, I mean, Daniel Jones being out there – We'll have to see how that goes. I mean, as a passer, Daniel Jones hasn't been effective this year. His biggest value add to the Giants' offense is being the second running back behind Saquon Barkley and executing some of those bootleg schemes, some of the zone read schemes. If he can't be as mobile as we've seen him in the last few weeks, especially against the Chicago Bears with that ankle injury, then I I don't know – whether the Giants are going to be able to get it going on the offensive side of the ball, even as great as Saquon Barkley has been. Look, you you look at this, and when you start to get him involved in the offense in the run game more, you're just going to be more effective because it opens everything else up. Now, the obvious But can problem, he run? Huh? <laughs> but can he run is the question, That's the Carl. problem. <laughs> it's not just that, but when you get him involved in that, is he healthy? Is he going to be able to stay healthy? You know, it, it seems to me that we have seen times before that when they have run zone reads and such, he's been effective, but then he ends up taking a hit. He doesn't know uh, quite on the other end how to handle himself to avoid uh, bad contact and putting himself in the bad spot of potentially getting hurt. Well, yeah. I mean, the play in the third quarter where Brisker comes off the edge, I mean, that was just inevitable because – the Giants have That's been running. That's we're going the, to shut down your run, and now you're going to learn why you shouldn't do it. Exactly. Well, the Giants have been killing the Chicago Bears with quarterback runs out of two plays, the zone read and the bootlegs, and it took the Bears until the end of the third quarter to figure that out. Now, I thought Matt Eberflus was supposed to be some kind of defensive genius. Apparently, that's not the case, but – that, that's inevitably what can happen if you go to the well one too many times. And based on what the Giants have looked like offensively through the first four weeks, that is their best way of being able to move the football. Unfortunately, their quarterback is dealing with an injury, and when you decide to use the QB run as a threat, you're going to put him in harm's way, which is why I'm a little bit skeptical about what the Giants' offense is going to be able to muster this weekend across the pond. I just don't see them being able to – Keep pace with the amount of points that the Packers are going to score. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All right, there are a couple of other sneaky big games this weekend, Canty, and one of them 
has the Chargers in Cleveland taking on the Browns. You know, with Justin Herbert and his ribs, there's going to be questions here moving forward about him. But I say that this is a big game from the standpoint of the the Chargers and the injuries that they have had, both to Bosa and, and to Slater on the offensive side. Are they capable of actually staying alive this year, or are they headed for putting an early wrap on their season because of these injuries that they have sustained? And these are big, long-term injuries. Well, here's what we're going to find out about the Chargers, Carlin. Can they stop the run? That was their big issue on defense And that's what they tried to address in the offseason. And they tried to address it in the offseason in a big way. But the question mark is going to – that's going to have to be answered is can you stop the run because it's going to be a heavy dose of Nick Chubb coming downhill and I don't quite know that they're in a position where they're going to be able to do it the last couple of games they've allowed uh, 151 rushing yards against the Jacksonville Jaguars and lost and they allowed 131 rushing yards to the Houston Texans that ended up being a win all I'm simply saying is this the Cleveland Browns have been one of the best run games in all of football and not having Joey Bosa there to, to be able to be one of those anchors along the defensive front could leave them susceptible to allowing a lot of big yards in the rushing game. Right now, the Browns are second in running the football in the National Football League behind the New York Giants. So that's what I'm looking for, the matchup within the matchup. Can that front for the Los Angeles Chargers slow down the running game for the Cleveland Browns? Because you got to think, if you're Evan Stefanski for the Browns, the best defense that you have against Justin Herbert is keeping them off the field. Yeah, and, and so that run game gives you the opportunity to do that and to control the complexion of the game. Another big one is Miles Garrett. He figures to be back in the lineup this weekend, so that's going to be huge in terms of being able to get after Herbert when the Chargers do have the ball on offense. So it's a sneaky big matchup. There's also some playoff implications. We don't think either one of these teams are going to win the division, but we think that both of them figure to be in the wild card picture once we get to the month of December. This could be one of those games that decides who gets the tiebreaker at the end of the season if the, if the records are the same. Well, this is why you brought in Sebastian Joseph Day. This is why you brought in Austin Johnson. It's to, to try to stop the run on that defensive line. So we'll see if that's going to be a factor. Okay, some of the other games this weekend, Canty. The, another one that really has my attention, and you wouldn't necessarily think that it would, is the Dolphins and the Jets. The Jets are playing better uh, obviously getting a big win in Pittsburgh last week. They got Zach Wilson back. And the Dolphins, we don't necessarily know what to expect when Teddy Bridgewater uh, is the guy full-time. Did a nice job uh, last time out uh, when, Tua talk, uh, when Tua got hurt for the second consecutive game. But are they good enough to sustain that loss? And what that means is Teddy just has to come in and be solid. Because Tua, I still don't believe is a great player but when you've had the majority of the snaps with the offense you know it's a different uh different scenario for a guy like Bridgewater coming in first time this week that he's been able to get all the first team snaps no I'm with you I I I actually don't think there's going to be a huge drop off in terms of that offense's productivity because what Teddy Bridgewater is going to be asked to do is very similar to what they're asking Tua to do. Get the ball out of your hands quickly when you are going to take deep shots. That's going to be hitting your back foot on that third step and letting it fly. But I think ultimately this is going to come down to throwing a lot of smokes, a lot of slants to Jalen Wild and Tyreek Hill and letting your receivers do the heavy lifting with the offense with yards after catch. 
That's going to be the big thing going up against this New York Jets defense. That's why it's going to be important for the second-level and third-level defenders for the Jets to be good tacklers because we know with one broken tackle between Waddle and Tyreek Hill, you could be talking about a house call. The other thing that I look at in this matchup is that defense going up against the Jets' offense. This defense is very disruptive for the Miami Dolphins. They don't get enough credit. They are a very underrated unit, and that is one of the things that the New York Jets should be leery of. This defense can create a lot of disruption, create a lot of negative plays, and so if you're Zach Wilson, you've got to protect the football, keep it out of harm's way, and get it to number 17 as often as you possibly can. So that will be the game plan for the New York Jets. If they're going to try to get out of this thing with a win, you've got to contain Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle when they catch the ball. Make sure you tackle them, get them on the ground. And then on offense, don't turn the football over. Zach Wilson, protect the football at all costs. They do that, the Jets have a chance of being able to pull off the upset. Canty and Carlin in for Grinny on ESPN Radio. You can watch us now live in the ESPN app. Just open the ESPN app, hit watch on the bottom tab, and you'll be able to watch the show live. I know Greeny had it on upset watch this morning. I cannot buy it. Eagles, Cardinals. Are we falling too hard too quickly for the Philadelphia Eagles? I have been accused of that before in my personal life, falling too hard too quickly in the situation. Now, are we doing that with the Philadelphia Eagles to where maybe we should be putting them a little bit more on upset watch this week? Nah, I I don't think we're falling too hard for the Eagles. Listen, Carlin, there are just some things that are tried and true in the NFL, and when you have the ability to control the line and scrimmage on both sides of the ball, your team is going to have a chance to be really, really good. And it's going to be even better when you protect the football, and the Philadelphia Eagles have been good in that regard. So they can run the ball, they can stop the run, they can rush the passer, and their quarterback can win from the pocket throwing the ball downfield. That was the biggest question coming into this season about Jalen Hurts. Can he win from the pocket? Can he throw the ball down the field? Carlin, for context, Jalen Hurts this season is fourth in completion percentage above expected. He's third in QBR from the pocket, and he's first in yards per attempt. So check all of the question marks, check those boxes for all of the question marks that we had with Jalen Hurts. This is a supremely talented team. This is also a team, Carlin, that tends to start fast, especially when they're on the road. Their first two road games, they've outscored their opponents in the first half 48-14. to So I don't think we're on upset alert, especially after they went down 14 nothing at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I think to be a much better team than the Arizona Cardinals. So I don't think this is an upset alert. I think they start out with a lot of urgency. They put their foot on the gas, and they don't take it off against the Arizona Cardinals. In just 30 seconds, it is one of America's favorite radio segments that, frankly, has ever existed. And I'm not overselling it. It is Bubba. It is who you got. Again, in just 30 seconds. Now, there are so many podcasts out there right now, and it takes a team of people to bring them together. Engineers, producers, assistants. Needless to say, hiring the right people for these roles, it's important. And whether you're hiring for a podcast or for your growing business, ZipRecruiter can help. ZipRecruiter's technology finds the right candidates for your job, and you can invite your top choices to apply. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get quality candidates within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny to try it for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! 
right? I'll say it. Who you got? Ah, yes. It is who you got. It is Bubba who is here on this Friday for this edition of Who You Got. Hello, Bubba. Hello. How are you? Um, average, you? Average on a day in which your baseball team is getting ready to play in a playoff game with the New York Mets. Oh, yeah. Big Why win tonight. Why just average? Big, don't worry about me. Big win tonight. <laughs> Big win tonight. I'm expecting a W. I'll be in the stands tomorrow as well. Oh. Just oh. received tickets for game two. Wow. Excellent. That's yep. exciting, Bubba. And hopefully, you know, you get to wrap it up tomorrow afternoon. And it's just a big party. Or tomorrow evening, it's just a big party for And you. if not, I have tickets for game three. Look at you. So we're, we're ready to go in the Queens. So you can see it Good all luck. burned down on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> Good luck. Settle down. Settle down. <laughs> we got Scherzer and the boys ready to go. Anyways, who you got brought to you by Granger. Let's go. Let's now, go. Even though you talked about half these games, let's get your official picks on here, all right? <laughs> Bengals at Ravens. This one, Baltimore minus three. Who you got here? Canty. I'm laying the three points, and I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. I, I just don't see them making it a sixth straight home loss at M&T Bank Stadium. They got embarrassed the last two times blowing double-digit leads. I don't see that happening again. I don't see them getting embarrassed by the Bengals again because we've already talked about how last year's two games against that division rival went. So I think the Ravens step up in a big way. Their defense creates a couple of takeaways, and we see Lamar Jackson doing MVP things. I I am going with the Ravens here, too, and I have to say it just really just boils down to that. I, I don't know how the Bengals, who are not a great defense, they're, they're middle of the road. I don't know how the Bengals are going to be able to contain him enough to where they will get it done. And, Chris, I have to figure that at some point the Ravens' defense is going to stop giving up these leads. When you have only trailed for 14 seconds on the season and you are two and two at some point you have to learn your lesson don't you i would yeah, think yeah you would think you I would think. think i am on the ravens right here bubba next all right greeny wins cincinnati plus three for the record next Good one for up him. eagles at cardinals this one philadelphia minus five who you got here i'm on the eagles i i Listen, we were discussing this game a few moments ago, and I know Greeny had it on upset alert, as I said, with Canty this morning on Get Up. I have zero faith in the Arizona Cardinals. And, look, the Eagles are playing great. I'm not going to put them as one of the all-time great teams yet. There was somebody, and I won't tell you who, somebody who was spending time looking at the Eagles' schedule saying, you know, if they get through X, maybe, just maybe, they could go undefeated. I won't tell you who that was. You know them very well. But. Yeah, yeah, I said it, and I meant it. I'm just saying, when you look at their schedule, it seems pretty soft. You didn't just have go, to give it up. I was go, protecting just, you. No, nah, I don't need you to protect me, because, I, I mean, if it hits, I want to be. I want people to know that you heard it here first. All I'm simply saying is this. I don't think this is an upset or alert. I don't believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It looks like a team that's regressed, and I don't see the Philadelphia Eagles getting off to another slow start like they did last week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just don't, ima- I don't envision that. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a long day for Kyler Murray and company. I don't have a problem laying the five points. I'm with you. Eagles Nation, let's ride. And Greeny went Arizona plus five. Oh, wow. Right. This is all part of the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge, by the way. 
Which, so, by the way, Freddie and Fitzsimmons lead 7-4-1. and one. Greeny and Spain and Fitz are in second place. You guys are just terrible in oh, we're third, terrible. third we're place. game under 500. Yeah, no, horrific. And then Barn Hahn way in last place at 4-7-1. The last one from the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge is mm-hmm. Cowboys at Rams. Los Angeles minus 5.5. Who you got here for Cooper Rush? Chris? I'm taking I'm the dogs, the- man. I'm taking the Cowboys. It's going to be a home yep. game for them out there in L.A. I-, I just don't have any faith in that Rams offensive line being able to protect Matt Stafford, and I don't have faith that Matt Stafford's going to protect the football. They're going up against the best pass rush in the NFL. The Cowboys are third in sacks, but they're number one in pass rush win rate. So good luck trying to block Michael Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, Dorrance Armstrong, and company. That Cowboys defense is playing really, really good. Also, another guy that's not getting a lot of attention – Trayvon Diggs, one of the best corners in all of football. He's got two picks on the seasons, but nine passes defended and is allowing a quarterback rating of just 56 into his coverage. So I like the Cowboys. They're going to win this game outright. Please and thank you with the five and a half points. Canty, I couldn't be more with you. And I'm tempted to use the word. You know the word. Starts with an L, ends with a Dini. Ah, That's right. <laughs> the lock Cowboys. Plus five and a half, a lockadini this weekend. Lock it up. We love it, which means hashtag KOD, Bubba. That's right. Hashtag KOD. It is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Bubba, we have designated your Cowboys as a lockadini. Well, there you go. Greeny also, Dallas, plus five and a half. So you're on the same one there. Well, that's the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. And who you got brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. And with the baseball playoffs getting underway in about 15 minutes, let's get your World Series prediction right now on the air. Let's go. Who you got? Listen, I, I, I'm i looking at the odds this morning and trying to find good value, right? Canty, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going to pick the New York Mets to make the World Series. Whoa! I am picking the New York Mets to make the World Series. And I'm frankly, I am stunned that I am doing it. I think we're going to be looking at a Mets-Astros World Series. Your Put thoughts. it in the books! <laughs> Carlin, I don't know what you're smoking, but you are absolutely <laughs> being ridiculous. The Mets would have to get through the Dodgers. And the Mets t- season could me, be over. We won the season series against the Dodgers. Let me, no problem. Let me tell you what ain't going to happen, okay? The, the, Met, the Mets getting through the Dodgers. The Dodgers have 95 wins by multiple runs, Carlin. Think about how many teams won 95 games, period. This team won 95 games by multiple runs on their way to 111 wins. There's a reason why the Dodgers have been able to win that amount of games. They're a damn good baseball team. So my prediction, I got Dodgers, and as painful as it, as painful as this is to say this, the Houston Astros. Yeah. Dodgers, Astros in the World Series. You have the Yankees at least in the ALCS. Yes, I have the Yankees in the ALCS, but I ain't saying that with my chest because I'm just – I'm you don't want to see those Rays. I don't want to see the Rays. I'm praying that the <laughs> Cleveland Guardians take care of business in the wild card round. And that's what our ESPN experts are saying. I'm hoping that it comes true from their lips, or I guess their pins, to God's ears. Like, this is something that I need to happen. The Guardians taking care of business against the Rays.
Just saying. Good luck, my friend. Godspeed. Otherwise, you're going to get a little bit snug. Meanwhile, my World Series pick could be over by tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. the bunch. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Plus. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.